When he spoke to Jeremiah, he said, Before you were crafted in your mother's womb, I knew you. Before you were formed, I knew you and I ordained you a prophet. Before your mother and your father were in existence, I already knew you. Before the office of a prophet was even established, I already had ordained you to be a prophet to the nations who were not even in existence at the time. So I told Abazanukulunkulu did not see me for the first time at King Edward when I was born. God already knew me before time. Amen. And we call that preordination or predestination our destiny in God, our destiny. Destiny. So then we said the reason for our lives, for our birth into the earth, is for us to manifest the will of God. Whatever God said about me before I was conceived in my mother's womb, when I am conceived and I am born, the purpose for my birth is to manifest, or to manifest, or to show that which God had always preordained for me. And I told the saints, I said, every trial, every tribulation, every test you come up against in this life, it is meant to resist, to cause you to miss your destiny in God. Amen. So every challenge, every hatch, I even made an example of some people, uh, when they are kids, you find that they, they go through a rape situation or their parents get divorced or something tragic happens that's going to cause them to have a different view of God. They begin to ask questions. Where were you? Why did, why did you allow this to happen? When that happens, we are already disconnected from Him because remember, for us to be able to reach our destiny in Him, we must be connected to Him. Amen. So, for the last three weeks, we have been talking about our destiny in God. So last week we started something on fighting for the manifestation of our destiny. Amen. So we spoke about the weapons that God has given us for us to be able to press in until we give birth to that which heaven wants to see transpire in our lives. Amen. So I'm going to get into that, Bazorani. Every ministry must major in something. Amen. That is why you have different ministries everywhere. God gives you a certain uh, emphasis on something. All of us preach the gospel. Say amen. Amen. And we preach the whole Bible. Amen. But God gives a ministry a certain emphasis on something. that, That ministry is established to fulfill something specific. Amen. Otherwise, we may as well all be just one big church. Amen. But God anoints us differently so that we are able to give expression to something that He wants to see happen in the earth. Amen. So, ours is captured in our in our vision. Our vision. See, there is no signage here for now. Because we, we are organizing this. There is something that must be visible. 
in terms of our look and but I need to just share with you uh, in terms of our vision briefly before I get into today's message one of the most pressing things in my heart destinies must be restored so our vision is like this to restore destinies how to restore destinies Number two, to establish kingdom culture. How to establish kingdom culture. Number three, to bring many to Christ. How to bring many to Christ. Another to recover destinies is about you recover because the enemy always, when when the Bible says in John 10 10, he comes not, he doesn't show up unless to steal, kill, and destroy. When you see people out there without God, know that if you see a man or a boy loitering in the street aimlessly, that I saw yesterday somewhere, always know that is a destiny derailed. In other words, the destiny of that person has been suspended. It, it requires for God to intervene and for that individual, for their eyes to be opened, for them to recover, how to recover? And to regain and bring back that which God wants to see happen in and through their lives. The role of the church in the earth should be to partner with heaven to see destinies of boys and girls, men and women being restored. In Cannot be handed over to the enemy because the church is not alive. The church is not militant enough to fight, to engage in warfare, to engage in prayer, to engage in real, real intercession, not only for ourselves, but for our families, for our marriages, for our cousins, for our communities and for our city. Say amen. Amen. So we, we did explain the enemy is just to disqualify you from possessing what God wants you to have. About three weeks ago we explained what sin is. Because Israel must understand it within the context of the kingdom. It's not about if you if you deliver and you present Esau in that way, they will never understand the impact and the power of sin that Esau is a tactic or a strategy of the enemy to disinherit us, to cause us not to participate in the things of God. He disqualifies. How to disqualify? He disqualifies us through sin. Because he does not become part of that thing. This is why there is something called repentance. Because repentance, I'm going to explain that to you. It begins to give God permission to re-enter your life once again. When we repent and we accept Jesus, we are saying to the heavens, I am open for kingdom business once again. We are now open. The gates are open. You can come. 
and fill my life once again whatever you had in your heart about my life your purpose about my destiny i give you permission because whatever god is going to do in your life he needs your permission to do it kolonkolo will never ever force his will upon mankind he does not force his hand upon you he always waits this is why the bible says i stand at the door and i knock like a gentleman they call him he does not kick the door open he waits for no see when when he knocks on the door of her heart she must give him permission and consent to come into the house and rearrange the furniture and said ever since you were on your own things have been eating us alone you know for action shit in this house i want to come and rearrange what belongs to the kitchen must go to the kitchen what belongs to the lounge must go to the lounge amen this this is what he does he 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 realizes us to fix the picture that he has concerning our lives amen so there was a lot to understand when jesus christ died on the cross his death on the cross and get us like a vault was open a secret vault which has now given us access into the things of the spirit is it that you would never ever find out through your five physical senses your sense of smell sight speech and everything else kolonkolo when when he opens that door he gives us out the access but an access card yeah amen so i wanted to go with me to genesis chapter 12 because we need to understand how we pray all of us we are pressing it is in nokulungula funa uyibona zenzeka empuloni yethu azika ayekenzeka God is raising you to be a warrior. Yeah. So you can fight. You don't just accept his indoor in life as they come. Yeah. If you know your identity in God and you know what God has said in his word. If the situation does not look like the promise of God, it must be pushed back against. Yeah. It must be resisted yeah. because our father has got something a package prepared Amen. for us Amen. now in genesis chapter 12 the bible says now the lord had said to abram get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to a land that i will show you out a land that i will show you amen that i will show you i will make you a great nation I will bless you and make your name great and you shall be a blessing. Say amen. Amen. See, last week we spoke about the word of God, how we use that to fight the enemy so that we can uh, manifest the, the 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 destiny of our lives in the earth because he fights us yeah. not to manifest it. Amen. Yeah. Now today I want to focus on the blood of Jesus. Yeah, there are three weapons given to us. In actual fact there are more. But let's just talk about the three. 
Number one is the word of God. Now I told the people, I said the Bible is what you have in your hand, but the word of God is what you have in your heart. You can have 20 Bibles in your lap, but still don't have the word. Because the word is spirit. The word is alive. The word lives. It's a living entity. You can have 40 translations holding them like this, but still be defeated. Why? Because the word must be placed in our hearts and it comes out through our mouth by faith as a sword of the spirit. Amen. Today we're going to focus on the blood of Jesus. So this particular scripture we have just read, when he speaks to Abraham, he says, I will take you into a land, a land that I will show you. In other words, a land that I will reveal to you. Yeah. There is a land in the spirit world that you will never ever find out or discover unless God reveals them to you. Yes. Amen. Amen. He has preserved it and reserved it for those who are called by his name the only way you will only be able to walk and pursue that is when he reveals how to reveal like the tree sambul sambul we we explained that last week there is a land it is the portion of the portion there is, there is a, a portion God has placed for you. He just got your name on it. Yeah. But the, the, the enemy understands that. So he always fights for you never to see. Yeah. The land that I will show you. Yeah. In other words, only God has exclusive rights to reveal yeah. my destiny to me. Okra will not reveal it. CNN will never reveal it. Yeah. My, your business associates and professors at university will never reveal it. Yeah. It's God who has the monopoly. Yeah. Only He can reveal certain things to you. Once He reveals, He says, now walk in the path. And He gives you weapons to be able to be successful and fight. Because according to God, that's where your prosperity in life is. That's where your success is. That's where your breakthrough is. That's where mighty things are going to happen when God draws the curtains open and gives you access into the things divine. Amen. Understand that, number one, there is a place for you as an individual, for your family, for your marriage, for your children, that God wants you to occupy and enjoy in life, in the Old Testament, it was a physical place, yeah. a physical land they had to possess. Yeah. This is why I told you what 
God wants you to possess. Yeah. How to possess? There is something you must possess. From shadow for your finances, for your babies at home. As a family, you must walk in that divine assignment and divine purpose. In Jesus' name. Now God says it's a good land. How to good land. It's a beautiful land. In Deuteronomy 8, just write it down. It says, for the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land. A land of brooks and water. Of fountains and springs that flow out of the valleys and hills. A land of wheat and barley. Of vines and fig trees and pomegranates. A land of olive oil and honey. A land in which you will eat bread without scarcity. Out without scarcity. In which you will lack nothing. Out to lack nothing. A land whose stones are iron and out of whose hills you can dig copper. When you have eaten and are full, then you shall bless the Lord, your God, for the good land which He has given you. Only He must reveal. So again, when we spoke to Abazoni last week, because I, I just need to prepare you for today's message, I want to give context. Amen. Without Often it does it through scripture. Yeah. Because it's probably the entrance of his word brings light. Light comes on and you begin to see life differently. As soon as you receive him into your heart as your Lord and your Savior, you begin to gain a different perspective. Even I'm a problem, you begin to interpret them. Differently now you understand the agenda of the enemy. Now you can begin to problem solve according to scripture. You don't run to and fro, but you come and say, Father, this what is happening around me does not match what you have promised me in your word because your future looks exactly like the promises of God. Your future in terms of your physical health, in terms of your finances, in terms of your relationships, in terms of every avenue in life, looks exactly like the promises of God. In Psalm 103 verse 3 says, He heals all your diseases. Psalm 91 16 says, With long life will I satisfy So when I get a report, from a doctor, which is a which is a report, which is scientific, which is fine. When I get a report from the doctor, I am now able to take the report on my one hand and the word of God and see. This is why they came up with the song, whose report will you believe? Because I know what the promise of God is. And in Yas Ego Sasalami must look like the promise of God. Now I begin to engage in warfare. 
because what has been given to me through a medical report through a diagnosis now it does not match Psalm 91 16 and I say father did I, I wake up in the morning I say oh Lord Jesus you said in your word I begin to launch scripture into the situation because the same must be transformed we said last week is with it's a transforming agent. How do transforming agent? Transforming agent. Is let oh see when it is spoken, yeah. it is believed and it's spoken. When you throw it into a situation, it transforms the situation to look like it. Yeah. To look like the will of God. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So the understand that there is a land. Now, the next thing I want us to do is to go to 2 Corinthians chapter 10. Uh, verses 3 to verse number 5. As we are turning there, without his sample, this is why we must stay close to the Holy Spirit. Because if you are not careful, you are going to listen to the voice of fear, the voice of condemnation, the voice of intimidation, and it's going to paralyze you. When it paralyzes you, you are done. Isaleke will be aborted and you will never arise to the place in God as a Second Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3 to 5. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war. How do you walk? According to the flesh, yeah. for the weapons, out weapons, weapons of our warfare, out warfare, warfare, are not carnal but mighty in God, for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. There are three terms they mentioned in the scripture. One is war, another one is weapons, another one is warfare. All these are military terms. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Can this thing just stay this way? <laughs> all, all those terms are military terms. Amen. 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 Yeah. What have we to do with war? Are we supposed to be good religious people? Am I not supposed to be a good husband to my wife? Just faithful. I don't worry her. I don't cheat. I just raise my kids and I go to church. I pay my dues. And that's it. What have we to do with war? Why does the Bible involve us? Because all I have known was to wear my nice religious Robins and just, you know. But that means there is an enemy yeah. out there. Amen. So that all of us here we belong to the army of God. Every single one of you belong to the army of God. Amis, they do two things. 
Number one, they defend their territory. How to defend? They defend their territory and sovereignty. Number two, they attack. How to attack? To protect their interests. Amen. That's what the army does. So, Unkulunkulu now is bringing Isambulisjengale. So, no. Abazalon, they are always being pushed back. Because they have been raised in a culture that says you just must be religious. Just go and just sit down and enjoy the songs and hug each other and have some scones afterwards. And that's it. And God is saying, no. The generation is being lost to the enemy. Now I am raising warriors. Say warriors. Who are going to fight for everything that God wants to release to them. So that all of us here, we are being called by the Holy Spirit to defend and protect our inheritance in God. Because when God gives it, He says to Joshua, now go and possess it. Can you imagine that? He says, I've given it to you, but you go and possess it. What is that given to you? No, I want you to go. Get your sword, get your shield, get your mighty man, and go to the land of the Philistine, the land of the giant. I want you to engage yourself in battle, engage yourself in war, because he will not allow you to enjoy life. Amen. Amen. So again, because of this, the fact that we must defend and attack, then God gives us weapons. And he says, I will not leave you unarmed. I will give you stuff that's going to help you to ensure which if you use these, you will surely reach your destiny. Now, I told some people some years ago, I said, Ikali Yamoya. Uh, they are as effective as the person who's using yeah. You know that I can give you an AK-47 and you can be killed by a guy with a Okapi. Because you have no clue how to cut the thing, how it works. So the fact that you have weapons, it does not guarantee that you have victory. Your victory is not certain. Your victory is not guaranteed by virtue of you being given weapons. You must know how to work them. You must know how to engage. How do I effectively engage the word of God in warfare? Do I just uh, profess the word? This, 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 this bird that, that says whatever you say. Paul, parrot. Must I just... What does that mean? It's not even visible. I can't even see it. So how do I apply the blood upon situations and circumstances so that they are turned around to look like the will of God for my life? Is it just a signature at the end of a prayer? In the name of Jesus. 
That's the only time you will use the name of Jesus. Or is there something more profound? Something more powerful about that I must know. So we are saying, ours is to know that as much as God has given us every believer must know, must be taught, must be trained in terms of how do I wake up every single day of my life to engage the enemy. I'm also surprised. I want to speak to the day before it comes. Yeah. I want to wake up in the morning and throw scripture and throw prophetically the word. Yeah. I want to determine certain things about my day according to the promise. Yeah. I speak the promise. Yeah. And then we ex- I, I, I cannot just die tomorrow, for instance. Yeah. I can't just say, 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 show need. I mean, for what? But if you don't understand that you think, oh, it's just natural. No, no, no. The devil will kill you if you're not careful. Prematurely. Yeah. Yeah. He will take you out yeah. before your time. Yeah. He will take your husband out. Yeah. He will take your baby out. Yeah. To create chaos in your family so that their destiny is delayed. Yeah. Because you are no longer there. So if you don't learn to pray and go on and cry out, and speak to the day. He said, Son of man, speak, prophesy to these dry bones. He says, whatever that you say, they will transform themselves according to what you declare. We may not always get what we want because but ours is to declare all the same, to stand in faith and say, I will not just accept what the enemy throws at me from this day onwards. I realize that I have been called to defend that which God has preordained for me. And if I don't fight, it may not even be given birth to. It may not even manifest. I will die a good Christian. I will die and a Christian who attended all the conferences, attended all the church services. You came and you served the floor, but your destiny did not come to the fore. Because we did not engage in the spirit. Hallelujah. Let us get into that person for the next 20 minutes or so. Istanbul chapter 12, verses 10 and 11. Now, I want you to know there are a lot of angles you can um, approach the subject of the blood of Jesus from. It can take the entire month just to do a series on the blood of Jesus. I'm going to cover one angle which I, I believe the Lord wants us to know today and to use. But there's a lot of there's lot about it, because all the different signs. But what I'm gonna share with you today, I believe, as we begin to engage from this evening, tomorrow morning. It's going to help you to begin to engage in the spirit uh, and, and conquer and prevail in the law. 
Revelation 12 verses 10 and 11 it says then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come for the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony and they did not love their lives to the death yeah. amen. amen now before I, i i i talk to you about it, let me just tell you a few things about our our enemy because when the bible says they overcame him it means they defeated him he lost amen not to the angels in heaven yeah. he lost to saints because it, it is making reference to children of god in the earth yeah. this the scripture says they defeated an archangel called lucifer through the blood yeah. so it is possible for umtwana kathiko emhlabeni ohlala emzinyathi nasendwedwe to pray and begin to engage themselves yeah. in the lord and defeat the enemy zonke ikhali ebeyikhonjiwe through our tagathi through witchcraft ebeyikhonje ulemndeni kanye namanjani une contractors wangegazi kwabantu ukuthi impilo yakho nalo mshado wakho ungenzeki things were, were, were said about Judah before you were born Baba Bamnikele Atta Ukuthi ngalesi sikhathi akwazi ukuthosparisha yena ngesibaya sasesikhulu kwathiwa ukuthi sibaya sakosidwale Nikele nalabala By the time you show up on earth Unezinto that you had nothing to do with in terms of your disobedience in your life but they are contracts they are covenants now if you are not aware everything is just normal so the lord wants us to come on so that the bible says they defeated him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony now the enemy was on injured the enemy is not stupid Why don't you understand that? Eh isi tax beginner so he is not dumb. Yeah. If you think he is you're doing so at your own peril. You will suffer the consequences. Yeah. The Bible says he is a, he is crafty. Yeah, very crafty. He is skillful. Yeah. In his wickedness. That is like also he is cunning. Uh, he has studied mankind our culture our mindset our sociology our he knows everything about mankind this is why he knows how where to press your buttons yeah. you can you can think this week i'm so spiritual but he knows that this if he touches you this one's for you just lose it he, he has been studying you from the time you were born yeah. 
He is not stupid. Yeah. Now, because he is not stupid, we should therefore understand what we as God's people. Every day I am I'm saying, Father, oh, whatever man I will not do it today. Fill me up with a fresh manna, fresh oil for this day. He said to them, pray thus. Give us this day our daily bread. So we must understand that he is a, he is not stupid. Number two, I want you to know, Bazalwa, the Bible is it, uh, he is an accuser. Yeah. Now, I want to explain that because sometimes when preachers preach, they preach out of excitement, not to empower, you know, just to get you to... Now, this is why sometimes you don't get the roots. Now, I want you to be empowered. Now, myself, I get very excited. But in my excitement, there must be substance. What substance? substance. Amen. Now, understand this. He is the accuser of the brethren. In other words, his mission, day and night, he accuses. His preoccupation, his full-time job is to accuse you. Let me explain how that happens. Satan, what he does, he brings a formal charge against us in heaven. The work has begun for him. When you begin to speak, as you begin to take the first step, his job has begun. Yeah. He brings a formal charge against us in heaven day and night. Why? Because if he if we have a charge against you, you are disqualified yeah. in the court of heaven. For anything. If the enemy says this is the charge, is on garage. He was in such and such a place. And Baba, according to your word, you say. So you cannot let him escape and enjoy. This is why another thing that you must understand about him, Guti, is Satan uses scripture differently than we do. Minanawe, when we read the word, we want to know in we want to be transformed by the word. This is why we read and consume the word of God. Yeah, now when he uses scripture, he uses the word of God as a legal document against you. He studies the scriptures as a legal document because he is a legalist. So, he knows scripture. Yeah. So he uses easy to form a legal argument yeah. against you, against your family, against your death. Because of that, there are doors that get shut. 
Because when you look at the document, you can't document. You can't against his own policy, against his own constitution. He cannot break the constitution, irrespective of who brings that to his attention. Who mark we is Tell So when the enemy uses his is to bring a charge sheet, he hands over to the to the judge in heaven. And he says, Now she is disqualified because Ute Asho. Please study the word. And your prayer life will be transformed forever. Say amen. amen. So he forms a legal argument. In our quality Bible, our weapons cast down arguments. Whatever arguments it's being tied up against your name, against your future, against your destiny. When we begin to engage in warfare, those arguments are dealt with in heaven and there's a release in the end and you can begin to walk in the light of God and enjoy everything God wanted you to have and to possess in this life I'm, I'm preparing you so that by the time I talk about the blood you understand what you're the enemy gains illegal rights or an operating license in your life. Whatever you mean, the enemy comes, but he has nothing in me. In other words, there is nothing for So Ujes was never disqualified because he walked in, in righteousness, he walked in purity, he walked in holiness. So whatever, every time we disobey God, we hand a license to the enemy to wreak havoc in our lives. But because of the Lord, we are 100% human and 0% angelic, he made provision of provision. This is why he opened a door for something called repentance. Whenever But because we love in a fallen world Things happen How do things happen? Life happens And it was never my intention It was that I did not willfully Step out In order to be rebellious To him because I am human, there are things as this of when Zeka Vele and when that happens, 
I then come and say, oh, by the way, I have the blood of Jesus. This is why the distance between his soul no penduka. That gap determines what happens in your life with the devil. The bigger the gap, the more damage he does in your life. But even the people of Penduka, they call what? The Penduka, how to Penduka? Even things I can't even remember. Forgive me, oh God. When you do so, you shut the mouth of the accuser. He now has nothing against you. Because the Bible says we have a, an advocate. How to advocate? No man, he has never lost a case. He has never lost a case. All he needs is for us to say, Lord, I repent for this particular sin and come and cleanse me. When that happens, the evidence, the proof against your name in heaven is destroyed. And now you can begin to break forth and enjoy the life that God has preordained for you. Say amen. amen. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Sorry, I want you to know, but as long as there are charges against you, no see we have not been defended in the court of heaven. We can't. Because Uchesu as the, the high priest and the advocate, he needs something from the earth. If that does not happen, our destiny remains suspended. Hey. The reason why you came here, Leon will not manifest until we learn to walk according to his word. Amen. So that I must first be acquitted. destiny it unfold on earth. Sing him as Amen. You must first and I must first be acquitted. Yeah. I must be declared not guilty yeah. by the judge in heaven. When that happens, the enemy has got no grounds against me. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So all my prayers, you remember what the Lord said, in the Bayami, I I'm Zima. Yes. 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 
So and, and until we deal with the issue of sin, not because we don't fund this and not No, I mean that's what it says. There is a court in heaven sitting. That is why And you are the one who is charged. The judge is waiting to acquit you. A verdict must be issued today. But you must understand what it goes. Must say, Kunje. Ukuze let's see more. To destroy my life, what do I do? Say amen. So all the all the criminal records. Because in the voice of condemnation one. Yeah. Leah, I've been hearing stories about these ladies about dropper in Ghana. Hey, I'm going. Hey. But I want to tell you something. And those whom I remember. Is Zinja. Zipam plastic on Yama. And there was a fetus. Those dogs, they were almost child left in the park. A child. For life. Yes. Amen. Amen. So there was a child in the now that voice will always torment you. You're sitting here, you think up your heads and the, and, and, and the voice sits. But you, who do you think you're fooling? Yeah, because I was there. You are so busy. Who do you think you I remember what you did. Yeah. Now that voice can only be shut. By so that you are released to live your life fully without the voice of condemnation warning you every day of your someone died because now these people she lied or he lied about something and these people they go and they kill the person no one ever will get to know but Satan knows he will use that against you. You will never enjoy life. I don't care how much money you have. I don't care who your clique is in the world. They are things of the spirit. Things of the soul. That are exclusive speciality for Christ to give you. This is why when you study carefully world events, Multi-millionaires often they die because of depression yeah. and suicide. Because with everything I have, we need the blood of Jesus. Say amen. Say hallelujah. Say amen. Now before we go, we have about 10 minutes. I want to talk to you about, in the next 10 minutes or so, about pleading the blood. To plead. How to plead. 
Amen. When I plead in a court of law, because that's a, that's a legal term too. A term used in a court of law. Amen. Basically, Manganjalu, I am making a submission before the judge. Amen. I'm pleading. How do you plead? Because this one has come to the judge with a charge. And now the judge will ask you how do you plead. Now the accused Yeah. I plead guilty or I plead not guilty. Because there is a file on you. And the judge says, How do you plead? Yeah. Your honor, your worship. Ah. I plead the blood of Jesus. I have no other defense. Everything mentioned about me was done. And I remember everything I did. I remember the Khushulisis. I remember everything. I remember. There is nothing I have no defense whatsoever against all the charges presented to me. Therefore, I plead the blood of Jesus. What does that mean? When I say I plead the blood, I, I allow the judge to make a judgment or a verdict based on what Jesus has done for me. Let me repeat that. I plead the gloomer eagles like Jesus. I am saying the judge, I am allowing the judge to make a verdict to pronounce on my case on the basis not of what I have done, not on the basis of the records against me, but on the basis of what Jesus Christ did on the cross 
for me. Say amen. Say hallelujah. Now, Kolobo squenza without the arrogance. Without pride. Go win toba. Go kwashulwa. Go penduka. Out here, amen. Out here, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I bleed the blood because they are kumbulu to Isaiah. 53, yeah. verses 4 and 5. Yeah. I remember, but he was wounded Amen. for my transgressions. Amen. He was bruised for my iniquities. Amen. The chastisement for my peace was upon him and by his stripes I am healed. On that basis, Father, I hand over everything about me to Jesus. As I stand here, I cannot die twice. We were in Him. I cannot be judged in Christ. And Lord Jesus, take the bullet for me. Stand in front of me and take the bullet in my place. For you died to preserve my destiny. You died to preserve my future. You died to preserve my soul. I put you in front of every situation, of every circumstance, of everything that I have done in my life. When I told that Basalwan, the righteous judge in heaven realizes I have been punished already in Christ. He then hands down the judgment. He says, no, GT. I find you not it does like Jesus will shut the, the mouth, mouth of, of the accuser against your name. Yeah. As long as Jesus is Lord, as long as Jesus is alive, he has nothing in you. Whatever evidence, whatever proof, he thought he was collecting all these years. Sexual sins, financial sins, whatever sin, he thought he was piling it up. But when you come before the Lord and you say, I plead the blood over my Thank you for the blood. He has nothing. 
against your name. You can go back as way back as you can and declare and confess. Confess. I don't care whether it's 20 years ago or 40 years ago. I 